Welcome to Tech 411. On today's show, we'll talk about 4D printing. And Google releases the Nexus 5 along with something called KitKat. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and you're listening to show number 98. Thanks for tuning in. Todd, let's get right into it. Uh, lots of tech news to get to. Uh, what do you want to start off with first? Yeah, maybe the Nexus 5, Google's new phone just released, along with a new version of Android to complement it. It's called Android 4.4, also known as KitKat. KitKat. Released Yummy. on Halloween, exactly. So uh, it looks more like an incremental release, but uh, for those that didn't sign up for the Nexus Nexus 4 didn't get the Nexus 4 because it didn't sport LTE. The Nexus 5 does. So I would say that's the big feature they're releasing. It comes unlocked at $350, a much faster processor, 2.26 quad core, and still has two gigs of RAM. So people are calling an incremental, same along with the lines of the Android 4.4 KitKat. But if you've been waiting for that LTE Google phone that doesn't come loaded with crapware, this looks like a good phone to pick up. I like where your head's at. There's a lot of phones out there that are running different Android operating systems, and but they're really at the, the core and the heart of the phones. They're all Android phones. Right, but you're picking up on something that's a real Android problem, and that is fragmentation. Uh, whenever Google comes out with their new version of the OS, yeah. Everyone uh, decides whether they want to update or not. When I mean everyone, I mean the handset manufacturers. Now, Samsung's traditionally been good about coming out and supporting the latest, but uh, a lot of these older phones, they get left behind. Yeah, if I pick up the Note, for example, will the Note, the Samsung Note, have KitKat on it? No, it's going to come out uh, later once Samsung gets a hold of what it is right? and, and updates it and verifies it works on their device. That's why Google phones will always get the latest because they control the uh, the path of development uh, with it. Uh, in I fact, Samsung happens. is just getting out the 4.3 release to, to its S3 phone. So, you know, there's always going to be that lag period between the other handset manufacturers. And that's the price you pay. If you want it, the latest and greatest and you're a Google guy, mm -hmm. you might think about getting an unlocked phone. And I think with the Nexus 5, you know, it's got the big, bigger display. I think it's still got a plastic casing. So yes. it's, it's not like iPhone 5S. This is not meant to be a super phone. It's meant to be a, a good mid-range phone for your money. How do you develop for that from a developer standpoint? Develop for what? For the, all these different um, platforms. Now, again, like. great question because one of the major problems with Android is all those handsets that got left behind. And I wanted to give you some real numbers today. Please. I logged into the uh, my Google Play Store, and I'm just looking at white noise, for example, and I can actually get a breakdown of who has upgraded and who's running what version of Android oh, out look there. Look at Edward Snowden over here. So if you look at the most alarming thing to me is the Android 2.3 devices and below uh, still comprise almost 30% of the whole ecosystem. So Whoa. That, that operating... That's how many generations ago? It's about five years. So that is a real problem with Android. And I still support version 2.3 because 25% of people still are using that version of the OS. But once you get past that, 
you, you do see that the Android 4 users are the majority. So that is the good news. One of the things that impressed me by what Google said about KitKat is they really optimized it to run on some of the lower-end devices. It actually requires less memory. Okay. So in theory, the some of these older devices could Can't run KitKat. Could be upgraded. Possibly. Will it be? I seriously doubt it. Because they don't do what Apple does and kind of make you do it or else everything else doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, right? Apple's Apple always... pushes you to, to always update. Yeah, they push you and they make it easy. And yeah. it's always been easy. And since they're the ones making the hardware, they want to run the latest and greatest software. As far as iOS, is it every year that comes out? You know, it's ice cream sandwich. It's always named after some sort of dessert. But every year or is it quarterly? What do they do as far as their updates? Yeah, it seems like it's been every year. Every they, year. Do a, they, okay. they do a big update. Well, that's interesting. Like Apple does. Uh, you, how do you prepare for that as a developer? Or you just, once you get the development software, you develop for it? Or do you actually work four versions behind or three versions behind? So you yeah, don't I mean, it? the way I, I don't really prepare for it in the sense that I'm under the assumption that those devices will have no problems uh, running, running my running. software. So what's in my bag of tricks is a bunch of old phones. So okay. I have the S2, I yeah. think, Katie, we have the S2. We have a Thunderbolt. A Nexus One. Oh, and the Nexus One is just a, a really, really... Dinosaur. Yeah, and, it, and it's always crashing. Like, our apps crash on that device like you wouldn't believe because it's always getting low memory conditions. So when we have to optimize the hell of, out of our apps to even to run on these version Whoa. 2 uh, devices. So that's how we prepare is by, you know, making yeah. sure it's compatible and runs with the older devices. The new devices, I haven't had any issues with the newer ones. So I think... Google does a good job at preparing and making sure that backwards compatibility is there. And, and for the most part, Apple does too. However, there's, al there's always issues whenever you know these new operating systems get rolled out. Well, for those of you at home, just picture the little kiosk at the mall that sells all those cell phones. Todd's got that right in his uh, studio here at TMSoft North because you have a South now. Congratulations, by the way. Is it South? Yeah, I wouldn't it be South? I think it's East. Is it East? Are we? It's yeah. East. Yeah. But then that sounds like you're in the Far East. Oh, that's right. right? Yeah. So we got to figure out what, again, congratulations. You got some new space. Right. Um, so Thanks for coming by and checking yeah. it out. Saw it on a Saturday, 24-hour access. You guys have a foosball table, Nintendo 64, Xbox 360. What else? What am I else? Cornhole. Cornhole. Mm -hmm. uh, bags, if you might call it that as Free well. Free coffee. Free, free coffee beer. and it's good coffee. Free beer. I was blown, guys. If you're if if if, if there's a guy that's going to find an office space that really makes you want to go, it'd be Todd Moore. Now, as far as the parking situation, I don't think it's really good for Katie Cole, but uh, but Todd Moore's got a spot. She needs to Found warm it. up to the metro. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's right next to the metro. <laughs> so congratulations. Yeah, thank you, man. I'll be taking uh, the school bus into work every day. <laughs> yeah, there you the go. Cheese mobile. <laughs> So um, speaking of Google, I got some breaking news this past week. I know Todd doesn't care about it, but I do. I'm supposedly, by the end of the week, going to have a Google Glass invite. I care. Now I you, care about that well, because I, I'm going to try it out. Well, I, I asked you, uh, I asked for you on my behalf. I felt like a complete douche because this is what what happened. I got a hot email. Schmosker Fantana. Yeah, Schmosker Fantana got a hot email uh, saying, hey, would you be interested in one of my Google Glass invites? And I said, well, yes, I would. 
But the other person I'd like to be involved in whatever Google Glass uh, ventures I get into would be my friend Todd Moore because we, we work together closely. We're friends. And I said, oh, I start writing this email back and just tapping away at the keyboard. And I say, oh, is it really like the guy just kind of gave me a solid? Is it awkward to ask the other guy for a solid for a friend that he may or may not know? And I sat there and I actually looked at, at <laughs> Katie Cole. I said, is this a douchey move? And I wrote, I actually wrote to the guy. I said, I know this is probably a douchey move. But if there isn't anybody else in your queue that was willing to pay the $1,500, because you have to buy, one, you have to pick it up in New York. Right. You have to pay the $1,500. Mm-hmm. So he wants to make sure that you're going to do that. I said, if anybody else falls off, there's a tall white guy uh, that would, would gladly take the space. And he wrote back, he said, I've got all these people that have written me back, but if they fall off, you're first in line. Oh. Apparently, I will also get invites when I get mine, so those go to you, too. You know, I'd never even uh, pounded the payment to see what I could turn up. I, it hasn't been on my radar at all. So oh, you just don't care if, now? You if seem you to do, care last week. Hey, he I said I'll take now. it if he has one. But uh, no, no big deal. Honestly, $1,500, you know what? It's, it's just such a gimmick. It really is. Yeah. Why, you do, do you're going like Dvorak on me? <laughs> I mean, you, you, what, you, are you, you really? What did you say? He said you look like a douche wearing them. Oh, you guys are going to be so jealous. Yeah. I wear them all the time. It's good to get the female perspective. Do you want to look like a D-bag walking around with that thing? (laughs) Katie Cole is the wrong perspective. One, because if you look like you're in an emo band, Katie Cole's high-fiving you. Uh, (laughs) If if you look like um, the CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk, she's like, what a douchebag. She's looking at him thinking that. Yeah, that's so cute. You don't even know what he looks like. He's wearing that thing all the time. So I'll wear him here, and I'll give you a full review. And you'll be happy for me because I'm happy for you when great things happen to you, Todd. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, what is the status of this so-called invite? Oh, you don't think it's going to happen? No, I mean, have you got anything official from Google or he just put your email? He said that in? he's throwing it out tomorrow. He's got to give all three names at one time and then uh-huh. I should get an email. So he hasn't submitted yeah. it yet? Yeah, but I have to pay. Before did you no- give him your Gmail account? Yes. I, I have, suggest I have, you do that. I did that. Okay. And I have to pay before November 11th and I have to pick it up before the end of the year. Up in New York. New York, baby. Why did they make you go to New York? Who knows? Because I, I ran into some other people that are like, yeah, I'm up here to pick up my Google Glass. It's like you have to pick it up in New York. They they won't ship it anywhere else, which I yeah. just find kind of kind of strange. You have to verify that you pick them up and it's not going to oh. send your like shady friends to go pick it up and sell it. Sell it, yeah. You said people were selling their invites, right? They're selling their invites. They were, as of Friday on eBay, anywhere from 1000 to $5,000. Just to be invited. Just, and that's not for the device. That's, that's not for just the device. to get the invite. The device is $1,500 so, and it's a second generation. So you're going to be paying Glass. three grand in that case. Do you know what Google Glass is also doing? What? For the people that bought the first generation Google Glass, they give you a one time upgrade to the new hardware. Hmm. Pretty amazing to those, for want? those explorers for free. Oh, if you had the first one? Yeah, if you had the first one, oh, there's, they so give you the second one for free. Wait, the, there's new hardware? The new hardware, yeah. Could you save it and use it for like version three or four? I don't think so. It said there's like a small window that says if you have bought this device and you currently have the uh, version one Google Glass, yeah, you can upgrade for free one time. And I'm sure you know nothing about what version two has within it. Oh, of course I do. That heads up display, maps, <laughs> you can tell Glass what to do. But version they one had all they're that. They're selling accessories now, uh, uh, portable chargers. I'm all in. Now, yeah. the question is, does it work with an iPhone? And I don't know that for sure. Oh, the blue, because you Ooh, need a Bluetooth. I'm going to say no. No, what do you mean no? The Chromecast didn't work with an iPhone. Why oh, would the, the Google Switch. Glass? I'm going to borrow your Nexus. Well, you're going to have to sell your iPhone. 
That'd no. be big. That'd be good for the show. We need more Android on the show. No, I don't want to sell my we iPhone. We need Android iPhone rules. You don't even need to hook it up to a phone. If you've got 3G, you're good to go or on the Wi-Fi. Supposedly, uh, Chrome works for Apple also, and I returned mine after two days. You guys are raining on my parade. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, just <laughs> can I rain on your parade some more? Sure. If you don't mind, can we move on? Please. <laughs> See? It's not about Todd. Not about Todd no. getting Google Glass. No, this is about raining on your parade. Go ahead. Uh, there's a new article out of the Washington Post today. It says uh, the the spot the shot spotter detection system that's used in Washington D.C. has documented and what this thing does it listens for gunshots and and it's and sonar. It's, yeah, it's able to detect where where guns are fired and uh, I where, believe- where the gunshot well the gunshots came from. So if it basically imagine if, and you can correct me, Todd, if I'm wrong. You've got the shot spotter set up strategically around the city. Right. And when a shot goes off, it, it measures the sound wave in the distance and it triangulates where the shot came from. Right. So it, it, there's m- multiple sensors and I think they're like up on top of buildings. And yeah. They cover about a 20-mile radius uh, in D.C. They've been used since 2006. And since then, they've captured about 39,000 Actual gunshots. Oh, I'm sure. Do they have a map of where they all went down? Yeah, and they they have a map. Really? Washington Post has created a map that that shows where everything is. It's my city. And it looks like where you live. My city and Glover Park. Yes. Looks to be part of the heat map there. The heat map? (laughs) No. I see some activity there. There's definitely some activity there. Uh, so I'd be very careful if I were you, Oscar. Clover Park's a nice um, part of town. Well, might, in Georgetown, there was some shootings, when robberies. You, when you do get the Google Glasses, maybe there's an app that'll that'll tap into that system. You'll be able to uh, get notified when shots are going off. That'd be pretty Let cool, wouldn't it? it? No, it wouldn't be that cool. You're like, then you could duck. Like it, <laughs> Google, your Google Glass could tell you to oh, duck. I don't want to live in Petworth. I'll tell you that. Or Trinidad. Or Fort DuPont, or Northeast Boundary, or Anacostia. Wait, Anacostia is bad. Or start a Southwest Waterfront, <laughs> or Washington Highlands. That's an up and coming neighborhood. Yeah, they said all. there were eighteen thousand incidents Zero. in the Southeast. I live right here. You're Northeast, right? I'm Northwest. You're Northwest. Yes. Well, Northwest is not as bad as yeah, Southeast. Yeah, lo- looking great. So you're good there. Hey, property values intact. Thank you very much. But in the Northwest, there were 6,400 shots detected. Even in uh, let's see, 2000. Check out the U Street corridor. In 2009 alone, it it captured almost 10,000 incidents of gunfire. So it's a serious problem in D.C. You know all about it. And guns are banned there. But what that's I th- the weird part. What I found interesting is this: it directly ties into the uh, the police system. So right when a, a shot is detected, uh, the police are notified, given exact coordinates, and they show up. They say either we find find a victim or we found sh- find shell cases. It, you know what it's like. And um, when I first read about this, and, and it, it wasn't a documented story like this in the Washington Post, but when I read about this just in passing, because they said that technology was being in, implemented in the city. It's if you've seen the Dark Knight, not the Dark Knight Returns, but the original Dark Knight with the Joker. Mm-hmm. You remember you watch the Dark Knight at the end where Bruce Wayne built this machine where you could actually see and hear and listen to it was almost like a sonar where you could figure out and triangulate people. That's the same type of technology. Right. Yeah, which and then um it doesn't look as cool with all those monitors. No, though. no, it doesn't. But I'm just saying, yeah, but that's the same type of logic. Yeah. Interesting fact here. Well, when do you think the most shots occur? Oh, uh, after midnight. Uh, actually, midnight. 
So Ooh. that is the, if you want to get shot, just hang out in D.C. at so midnight. Stay out to last call. Be safe. It looks like a, an actual, like if you were to draw, like a, it's, a, it's a pyramid, really, from 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. with midnight being the peak. I mean, the closer you are to midnight, the, the, the higher your chance of getting shot. Yeah, I mean, it only kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. Though the fact that it's in the middle of the night is No, I, you know what? I would think like 2 a.m., no, 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 you know? No, no, no. But it's it. actual midnight. This is also D.C. where most people work in the morning, but number two, Metro closes at midnight. If you're mm. not, most people t- get by in that Metro. If I it's during that. the week. So you're yeah, s- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got to be, it, uh, be before the Metro closes, if it's during the week, if you're going to count that. And then it also has to be if even well, if I don't you, think if, the metro has. Well, no, even if it's at midnight, if you want to metro into the city and go home, like if you want to go out at seven and then yeah. get back in into the burbs, you still have to get there by one o'clock. So it's right after midnight. And I'm sure the areas that that are in the heat map don't even really have. Do they even oh, they have, have metro? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever they... been over there? Of course. No, yeah. no, I don't get on the green line. You've never been to <laughs> RFK Stadium? <laughs> yeah. So that, is that, that's how you would get the there. Big yes. One? Nats Park. Yeah, Nats Park, baby. All right. Well, they clean that up kind of nice. So. Well, the, that technology is being used across the country. That is interesting. That on the WashingtonPost.com, you can actually check out your city and where you go and hang out. But some of the areas kind of uh, surprising. Most of them not. Um, but certainly the fact that they use this on a regular basis is cool. I've seen these uh, posted up in different neighborhoods. Um, yeah, but we've never seen this detail because... No, no, no. I've never um, seen this. The, the Washington I've po- seen the actual machines, the shot spotters. Yeah, you've seen yes. them out there. Um, I believe they even have mobile units. If they're detecting a lot of crime, they can move these things around. But I, the Washington Post actually got the data through the Freedom, the Freedom, Freedom Act. Freedom of Information Act? Yeah, so they oh, were able cool. to get that information, and that's... How they come up with all these great stats, which, you know, I, these are things people want to know. You know, this is like, where should I buy my next home? Or I agree. You know, where where should I stay away from? A great selling point. Uh, what, uh, this home was not on the heat map that the Washington Post uh, published about gunshots. Uh, you know, I gunshot you, free home. I wonder if home values have gone down since this heat map was published. Probably I'm not, sure. Because this is one two thousand nine. No, no, this, no, is, this is since today. 2000. This, this is since, since 2006. Yeah, this is current information. This information was just published. I know it was just published, but if it's going back from 2006, a lot of these are more upcoming neighborhoods. No, but he's saying that the information. Oh well, the heat the map here is, is from current. 2009. He, she is, is right. Yeah, yeah oh, it's it from 2009. Okay. Well, I mean, things don't really change that fast around uh, here. Let's be honest. Speaking of change, fellas, and thank you for bringing this up, Todd. I did see this, but I didn't see it in detail like you're showing. No, it says since 2009. So that would be 10th, 2009. Oh, yeah. So Uh, there. Katie thinks she's up and coming. Stop going to those neighborhoods. (laughs) Jesus. Um, And by the way, it's actually, it's very interactive. This is very cool. Uh, Fellas, just a quick, uh, got to get this in before we get to apps of the week. I mentioned 4D printing. I'll table that for next show. What I do want to mention is, was that a gunshot I just heard? I think I might have just played it from the website. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like, can you hear the difference? This is neat that you can mouse over, hear these different uh, oh, gunfires. and. Well, can you plug in your computer so everybody can hear it? I don't know about that. We'll do it the uh, Michael Maraway. Okay. Oh, that's horrible. Come on, just pl- plug it into the headphone jack. Be good oh, to go. oh, there we go. Where's the speaker on this thing? This new laptop. Uh, just like Mike. All right, I'll plug and, it. And then he I'll gets, up, then he gets upset. And then I get upset. You can't hear it. And I just said, "Hey, remember we talked about this?" All right, here, gunfire, four hundred feet away. Thank you. Oh here. Ah, sixteen hundred feet away, eight hundred. 
2100. Oh, you can do the entire range? That's pretty cool. That could have been a firework. Apparently, during the Caribbean Fest in New York, all they do is shoot guns up in the air. By they, I mean my people. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, where can people find that again? Washington uh, WashingtonPost.com. Uh, interactive map. Pretty cool. Todd, we've talked about this for decades now. Why can't you play uh, Words with Friends or listen to White Noise while you're on the airplane before it takes off or when it's landing? Well, now you can. Yeah. TSA finally says they don't know why you can't. Yeah. So they're going out of the way. Uh, tablets, e-readers. Um, your iPhone, as long as it's on airplane mode, uh, if your mobile device, as long as you're not transmitting cellular, you're not texting, you're not calling, you're able to have your devices out. The one thing that is the sticky wicket is that if you have a laptop, you can't have it out and on your trade table, clearly for safety reasons, say that it can become projectiles. So the laptop still has to be stowed until after you take off and stowed when you land, but your tablets are good to go. You know what's interesting, uh, and I have to give mad props to Amazon. Based on this news, they have come out and offered up a special promo code called FAA. And you can get up to 15% off Kindle tablets. How about that for oh, uh, taking a little bit of good news and capitalizing on it? And um, as far as the FA and TSA, apparently the TSA says, you know how you usually have to take out your computer? Some TSA terminals out at airports are saying you can actually keep your laptop, I mean, your tablets inside your bags. You don't have to take them out anymore. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, interesting. Yeah. The, you right? you used to have evolving. to take. You have you used to have to take the iPad out, yeah. and I asked recently, and they said, no, you don't have to do that Yeah, anymore. that just broke as well. So the FAA says you can uh, keep your e-readers, Kindles, tablets, iPads out. Just got to stow that laptop as usual. But you, still, you can't talk on the phone. You can't. You can't. You can't use that cellular service. Though, this is a step towards that. Because does that cell service, does that interfere with the actual no, technology I don't think on the plane? It's never been about the plane. Uh, I mean, those planes are built to withstand any kind no, of no, uh, but radio frequency. But the, what you would hear in the past was that a phone or all that. No, the reason why you're not allowed to use your phone is because the carriers say, say it screws up their networks because the cell towers don't know where you are. They can't pinpoint where you are. And it's, well, that uh, seems like a, the, the carrier's problem, not mine, if I can make a call. Well, I mean, it is, but how do you stop the, you know, like the, how do you fix it? I don't know. It, it sounds like a technical issue. I thought it was a it safety issue. It seems like issue. they could fix it. I thought it was a safety issue because they said that the phones would mess yeah, with Yeah, they uh, always said that. They always yeah. made you think the plane was going to crash. crash. Turn off your phone, yeah. biatch, the plane's going to crash. I never bought it. I, I think yeah. it's just from the, the carriers say it screws up their cell towers and it's hard to, you know, because the, the cell towers are, they're used to people being on the ground. Yeah, they're not yeah. used to people being 40,000 feet uh, in the air. Oh, you know, but one day we hopefully will be able to talk, right? Well, who I'm, uses that air phone? I know people. Are they still there? I know people that have texted and used. I've texted while I'll on the plane, it. ten thousand feet up. I've done it. Something will pop up like, "Whoa, text!" Yeah, texting you from the air. So then you lose them. It works. It's not steady, Eddie. Uh, yeah, so that's happened. Uh, finally, um, outside of that, just on my end, that 4D printing, it's its pretty amazing, but I really want to get some more time for it. Is it. Do we have time for that, or is it time for absolutely? You tell me. You're the one recording this show. Oh, Jesus, I forgot. Hold on a second. I'm used to you rolling on this. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's go to Adobe and see what it has to say for itself. Um, I think I have it right here. There we go. Uh, we've been recording. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a time for apps of the week. Oh, it is. It wow. Is. 
It is. Uh, we're we're knee deep into it, my friend. Okay. Okay. Who well, wants to go first? My app rules. So step off. I'll wait for last. Uh, all right. I can go first. Uh, you'll Please. probably not like my app unless you're a girl. What is, it? is it Ken Cuccinelli's app? <laughs> <laughs> my app, and I've had this on my phone for a while. Uh, you know, you, you know, you everyone loves to get a card in the mail. I right? hate a handwritten card. And with technology today, we've kind of lost that personal. I know it's a nice touch. We've it's lost personal that touch. personal touch, right? Everyone's just emailing, tweeting, or whatever. But uh, with this app called Just Wink, you can uh, download any kind of card that you want. You can customize it. You can add a photo to it. It's got a when people when you send it, you can send it over uh, SMS. You can send it over email, Facebook, whatever. And when you get it, it people <laughs> open it up and this you get a bad. custom photo and you can actually sign your name so it's personalized. This is and not they, bad. They have cute little cards. Yeah, they have yeah. and it's all based on theme. If you want a Thanksgiving not, card, yeah, not bad, man. You want Halloween. Do you Hanukkah, have to have the Christmas. Just Wink app if you send it to the person? Do they No, have you to have don't that? need it. So oh, that's pretty that's good. Just They'll right just now. click a link and then it opens up in the browser. So this is uh, what I'm looking at right now. If you're watching this on Ustream, you'll see that I have Katie Cole's phone. Apparently, you sent Katie Cole a welcome uh, to the new TMSoft headquarters yeah. a card. And it has her picture, a nice, nice touch there. And then it has a nice message. What does it say? I don't it says, know. let's never go to red hot and blue again. Oh, yeah. We went there for lunch. Welcome to the new office. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> that place is awful. I like that. Just um, saying. Oh, so you're, uh, you're discovering your new... Uh, uh, yeah, we're walking there. around. Checking out the neighborhood. Okay, Checking that's out. fair. That's so fair. there you go. There's my app. Uh, Just, Just Wink. Is Wink. it for free? Yeah, you can download it for free. You do have to sign up for uh, an account, but it's no big deal. Uh, they haven't spammed me or anything. So check it out. If you like to send cards or if you like to get cards, it's uh, pretty cool. That is a nice little touch. Katie I'll, Cole, what do you have for us? I'll go next. I have a um, kind of like a brain teaser game, Luminosity. Ooh. Uh, you download it for free, and it lets you play three games a day, and then in-app purchase to buy more. But it gives you different games, like matching games, and they kind of just test your um, speed, memory, attention, oh, I've heard. Wait, problem solving. That's right. This is a very um, popular yeah, concept, it's, and it's not just... For an app, I mean, there's a, I think there's books on this. Yeah. It's basically methods to help you improve your memory. Yeah. Oh, I need that. Yeah, we all need that. Especially right? after 12 <clears throat> Jack and Cokes. I can't remember anything either. <laughs> Thanks for the pizza, by the way, on uh, Saturday. Did I pay for that? No, I pay for that? don't remember, actually. So, yeah. See, we need this. See? We need this. We do. Jeez. We do. All right, Luminosity? Yes. All right. That's Now, that was a good pick. Uh, someone was actually telling me about... The method, not the app, but the method of this. That's a nice yep. pairing with the stopwatch for old people, you know, because so they can't see very well. It is. Memory. It is. I got to give that to It's all mom. related. Nice plug. All right, moving on here. Um, gentlemen, I have, and ladies, excuse me, I have Room Plus. Have you ever seen an office space and wondered, or a home for that oh. matter, and wondered how you would lay out uh, your furniture? Sounds now, familiar. And what, do you have an app like this? No, no, we were trying to do that oh on uh, Friday. Our, our office, we spent like three hours going, maybe if I put the desk here or put it here. Uh, is this test going to work we, out here? Is it long enough? We actually got into a situation where we all we needed was like two millimeters more, oh. but we wasted a whole hour trying to arrange it, but we just didn't have enough space. Oh, no. And I actually said, we should have AutoCADed this thing. That's what this application lets you do. Um, I saw a space, and I said, well, this furniture that 
I think that would fit in this space actually work. I measured out the room and I auto catted the room. Oh, look at so that! So it worked pretty well. Is that is that really the your work there? Like yeah, you I put, put that, that in. I put I had punched it in and then you manipulate it the way you want to, the way it's going to work. So to use that. Yeah. Um. So it's room What's plus. It uh, room plus. Room plus. The, the, the word room and the, the plus sign. That's okay. what you'll see. Absolutely free. Um, I actually went out of my way and bought a Mac Store app that I thought was going to do a better job and give you a 3D version. Mm -hmm. um, and it was $14. And it was so hard to use, and it wasn't really supported for Mac, that I wrote back to the Mac Store and I said, look, I've tried this for the last hour. I would like my money back. I've never asked for my money back on an app in my life. And they said, We're, we apologize, and they sent my money back in two days. I had it right to my account. Huh. Who sent great? you? Apple did. Apple did. Yes. And then I wrote a, I wrote a review. I've never wrote an ass review. I said, I spent $14, $14 and, an, and uh, an hour of my life trying to figure out your... And then I go to the support videos, and uh -huh. everything's for PC. Oh, I said, wow. your support videos are for PC. This app took me 15 minutes. I had all the values. I programmed it in, and it was taken care of. Nice. So pretty cool. Room Plus. That is a good app. My About app time. About time. About time, sir. What are you saying? Just a week too late. What do you mean? I know. Could have used it two weeks ago. Week ago. Oh, why? Well, we've only been doing the show every two weeks, though. So. <laughs> two weeks ago. All right. So those are your apps of the week. Uh, what do you have to plug? Um, white noise light, I guess. Is that the wow? I gotta really start putting Android. What white about noise. Connect Four? Ooh, yeah, for we put, fun. We put a lot of effort into it. So we've been putting a lot of effort in the white noise light, uh, especially for Android. Especially for Android, okay. it is now completely caught up to the iOS version. In fact, it even has features the iOS version does not have. Like so, what? Um, well, just that there's there's things you can do on Android you can't do on iOS, like enable do not disturb. I wish oh. that's like the most requested feature because if you're sleeping, you don't want to wake up. Yeah. You know, you don't want people to interrupt. iOS doesn't allow you to do it, but they make it convenient enough where you can put it in into an Android into you know what do they do call it onto it? your device. I forget what it, what the do not disturb the little moon icon in yes, control yes, center. Yes, yes, But you have to do it outside the device, whereas in on the Android version, you, you just launch white noise and, and do it, it in that, and it automatically enables the do not disturb. Ah, so things like that are pretty cool. Then tangible. And uh, we spent a lot of time making sure it was bug free and didn't crash. So cool. uh, check out White Noise Lite or uh, upgrade to White Noise, um, both nice. iOS and Android. Uh, Casey, the girl. The girl Casey. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! I thought I had it. I do follow you on Twitter. Yeah, uh, the girl Casey on Twitter. Yes. Correct? All right. Um, yeah, that, I got I got the, the, the huge, uh, the Michael Mara show, Americans, this Saturday night. Everybody uh, from Tech for One is going to be there. So please, if you haven't gotten your tickets, get them. Uh, we are close to 700 tickets. Nice. Which is great. Nice. A lot of fun. Um, I was going to give you a golf clap, but we unplugged it. The <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well. I'll take Fail. that. And um, moreover, uh, this show will continue to uh, churn as maybe Todd and Katie would like to do other things on their Monday night, but we'll continue bringing you content. What does that mean? Because I'm trying to do the four, the the pre, the pre. Let's cancel the show meeting right now, <laughs> where we're not going to cancel it. You jerks! You canceled last Monday. I had to. I was under the weather. All you right. don't want me to infect you guys. All right, let's just wrap this, put a bow on it. Uh, that's it for our show. You can follow me on Twitter, at Todd Moore. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. Bye, Punky. She even there? Yeah.